Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. church has always been anti-adultery. That is not a controversial statement. Throughout God's word, from front to back, it is made clear that God considers marriage sacred, and those who would break that marriage vow to have an affair are undeniably engaging in sin. Even outside the church, generally, adultery is viewed by society at large as a betrayal, a selfish act, an abomination. There is nothing noble in the action whatsoever. Adultery is used in the book of Revelation a few times as a picture of the corruption of the world in general. Revelation chapter 18 verses 1 through 3 says, After this I saw another angel coming down from heaven. He had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling for demons and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. As we've already discussed, Babylon was a great empire that conquered and oppressed God's people in the Old Testament. Rome was a great empire that conquered and oppressed God's people in the New Testament. Throughout Revelation, Babylon seems to be used simultaneously as a stand-in term for the Roman Empire, as they sound awfully familiar. So when John mentions Babylon, it would seem safe to say that he's referring to Rome. Futurists believe that this term refers to the world in general, or a future one-world government that might rise up. It could mean that, but let's never lose the context of what the original audience would have heard. Babylon represents the Roman Empire, and its destruction is foretold. The angel proclaims this destruction and the reasons that are given for Babylon's destruction. She is a home for demons. She has brought the whole world into adultery, likely meaning idolatry and following after other gods, as adultery in the Bible is often used as a metaphor for spiritual unfaithfulness to the one God. She's also condemned for her excessive luxury, something that should cause us to pause and examine maybe the materialism of our own lives. She is thoroughly corrupt and evil, idolatrous and wealthy, seducing the world with the weight of her luxury. She's appealed to the selfishness of the world, and she has lured the nations away from God with her power and her wealth. Although called Babylon here, she does sound an awful lot like the Roman Empire. She sounds a lot like the Whore of Babylon character that we've already met, which as we've already discussed, characterized Rome. Rome indeed was doing everything on this list at the time of John's writing. They ruled much of the civilized world, they sought to impose their false religion everywhere, and they had so much power, wealth, and might that the nations hated Rome but needed Rome to thrive. The consequences of Rome's actions are catching up with her in today's passage, and judgment is finally coming, not just on her who seduced the world, but on all the nations that committed adultery with her, compromising themselves for the sake of her wealth and her power. We don't face the Roman Empire today, obviously, but let's take some time to reflect on anywhere in our lives that we too may have compromised. 
maybe for the sake of a job or the sake of making other people happy or the sake of security, the sake of not wanting to offend anybody? Is there anywhere in our lives that we have compromised ourselves or compromised God's word? If so, take some time to repent of this today. Acknowledge it before God, pray into it, and consider how we may be able to do better moving forward.